Hey guys, just a reminder, we're giving away a $10 Visa gift card. All you have to do is rate us on iTunes. Rate it. We also have another giveaway. Another? On Instagram. What? For more details, find us at the Scaredy Cats Podcast. Do it now. It's a Scaredy Cats Podcast. It's cats that are scared and it's a podcast. Babe, we're back. Scary Cats Podcast. Guys, so much has happened. So much. Since we last spoke. So okay. You want to tell them the news? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we are moving to Minnesota. 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 Oh, I don't know if I should have said that. Is that the, the whole A thing? Is that... No, I think they like being kind of Canadian. Okay. I'm excited to be kind of Canadian. I mean, yeah, I just figure it's one step closer to us moving to Canada. Yeah, we always talked about it once that election happened. Yeah. <laughs> but so when you guys hear our first episode, you're not going to know this because we're going to talk Kansas, 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 but we'll be in Minneapolis, bitches. Yeah. At the time that we release, we'll be in. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm. It's a lot to say. I struggle saying the word Minneapolis. I still don't know how to spell it. We'll figure it out. Gotta learn someday. I know it. I do. Spell it. M-I-N-N-E-A-P-O-L-L-I-S. There's not two L's. Yeah, I'm not sure about the two L's. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I don't think know. let me right. know. The reason we're moving is I just got a job there. We're really excited. Yeah, we're pumped. I'm personally pumped. She's awesome. She like Aww. turned down a bunch of other jobs and was like, "Man, I'm waiting for that that good that good package." Yeah. And she got it. It got delivered. The package was delivered. Yeah, I was really nervous about turning down those jobs because, you know, you don't know what's gonna come and you get a lot of rejection letters and that sucks. But I'm so glad that I am not working at a sports retail store as an assistant <laughs> buyer because I don't like sports. Sorry. I will drink at your sporting events. I will socialize. But will I watch the game? Probably not unless somebody's like, ooh, that's close. Or, ooh, look, that was funny. Or, oh, that, that was crazy. That's it. Or if you have good commercials. I happen to be an avid fan of yeah. the sports. Oh. <laughs> Dude, they were playing with the string today together. Aww. Or last night. I got a video of it. I'll have to show it to you. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> was playing with the the light with them. I love that they take turns with the laser pointer. They love they the They do. Pointer. Do they take turns? Isn't sweet? Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Oh, yeah. We're talking about you. All right. What else is going on? Anything else? Um, Not really. We're, I mean, we just got to move. Yeah. We're moving right now. We're in move mode. Yeah. Actually, find an apartment mode and then move mode. Yeah, for my birthday weekend, that's what we're going to do, which I'm pretty excited for. I really hope we're not driving back on my birthday since it's Sunday. Hopefully, you can get Monday covered. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. I should probably text Laura about that. Yeah, we got a lot of things to do in a very short amount of time. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, though. Yeah. I do want to say... Okay, we don't really talk about TV shows on here, but I want to talk about it. Hill House? Yeah, Haunting oh, of Hill House. boy. Has, if you haven't seen it already, I would... Yeah. It's been a mindfuck. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's like... 
I mean, obviously it's a scary movie, but it's also mentally scary because these things happen and it goes through like, like the family's pretty much haunted or something like stuff like that. Like the house is doing things. I'm not going to tell you everything, but there's yeah, like no spoilers. Let's try not to do spoilers. Yeah. But it like you go through all these like different quote unquote mental illnesses that we see in everyday life. And it's like, fuck, well, what if this is really just happening to people on a daily basis where it's like they're actually getting haunted and they're seeing these things. And that's why they have like schizophrenia or OCD or sleep paralysis. And we just don't see it that way. So we just put the, we just drug them up and put them in like mental institutes or whatever the fuck, you know, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. It really messed with my mind. Oh, I didn't know that's why it messed yeah. with your mind. Oh. What do you think messed with my mind? I don't know. It's just freaky. It is, yeah. I was, yeah. It's a different type of freaky. And, like, the way that they circle things back and you're like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense now. It's so good. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. I can't remember if there's a bunch of hype about it when it first came out. But we have so many shows that we have on our list, so it took us a while to get to it. But let's bring that hype back. I yeah. really should watch that. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Ava's saying, get on with the show, Mom. What are you doing? Yeah. Scaring me with Haunted Hill House. Hauntings. Yeah. Check it out. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do we have anything else to talk about at the moment? I don't think so. I think that's it, man. All right. So, let's rock, paper, scissors this bish. Ha! Shit. Twice in a row. All right. I'm not um, on my game. Yeah, I'm going to go first. Damn it. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it. Did you scary or murder? Or did I did gun? serial killer. Oh, shit. Yeah. We gonna okay. Real quick. You've been killing it on the serial killers. Well, I did the one. That yeah. was the first one. And then I did the feet one. Oh yeah. And Which then, we thought was a serial killer family from Canada. Oh. Um Maybe I'll if I No, it's fine. I was just making I was making an observation. Okay. That wasn't true. I Okay, well, have you heard of a man? Yes. Yeah, you have? Well, you're a man. Damn it. That was, that came back you're real quick. You're my man. Um, my Minnesota man. Soda man? Minnesota man. Oh, Minnesota man. I thought yeah. you might, I thought you said my man's the soda man. That sounds creepy. A little bit. We should probably make that a creepy pasta the next time we're whipping up some noodles. <laughs> I made noodles um, while you slept. Yeah, is, did you use that new pan? Yeah. I woke up, I was like, what the fuck is going I on? Did. I sh did you wash it before? Yeah. Okay, good. I was like, oh my God, she's about to die. No, she no, no, no. I didn't take any chances. Okay, So nice. pretty. Did you know they were like ombre? They're like two different colors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. They're pretty dope. Yeah. Definite, like, that's a dope box of pans. Yeah, we are killing it um, with the kitchenware. It's very, very gray, very marble. We got some, like, gold hints everywhere. I'm really digging it. Dude, gray is in. Like, we are in. fucking gray. Like, d different shades of gray. You can't go wrong with gray. Gray goes with everything. 
I actually was um, walking into the bathroom the other day, and I found myself thinking that gray is a rather not-slimming color <laughs> on me, personally. Well, what were you wearing? I was wearing gray. But, like, were they baggy clothes? It was a little bit baggy, but I'm just I'm just saying in general, gray on me is a little bit... It's, a little, it's, like, it's not black, let's just say that. Well, I think black is the only slimming color, technically. And then if you have vertical stripes, those are oh, slimming. Yeah, like some vertical stripes, man. But other than that, everything's kind of just like, this is me, deal with it. Deal with it, bro. We're not, we're not, we're not trying to, we're not going to try to, what's the word? Innovate. Like trick you, but not that word. Um, we're not trying to. We're not trying to trick you. No, we're not trying to. <laughs> we're not fool you. Fool, no. um, we're not. We're not trying to say something that's not true here. We're not trying to put on a show. I don't know. It's gonna bother me. We're not trying to. At this point, I don't know what we're not trying to. We're not trying to. We're not trying to, f- um... That didn't make sense, I don't think. Trick you. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. It's not the word I wanted, but it's fine. Okay. Rosé? All right, so... Okay. Albert Fish. Seems fishy. Oh! oh <laughs> not what I thought you were going to say from your face. I thought you were going to say you have heard it before or something like that. It sounds familiar, but maybe it's just because I hear the word fish often but i feel like i remember a guy with the last name fish okay okay albert fish aka there we go what is it (laughs) (laughs) aka the gray man the werewolf of wisteria the brooklyn vampire the moon maniac and the boogeyman all things that he was called at one point during police questioning witnesses and they would like give them him like these nicknames and stuff like that okay i don't know if i've heard these specifically so i don't know if i know this one i'm excited all right so we're going back to 1870 in washington dc our nation's capital if you didn't know it's not in washington yeah which i thought for most of my life I thought until I did a field trip there in like eighth grade and I got made fun of and I mean, I just asked a simple question like, hey, isn't this going to take a while to get there? We're going to take buses. Oh, really? I never went there. I just figured they always just shoved the president. I just figured they put him in the corner. Like, hey, let's <laughs> shove him in the corner. It's pretty protected, you know, <laughs> but it's yeah, not like it's Washington's not. right. <laughs> it's not protected at all, really. No. Uh, huh. um, Washington's a beautiful place. Mm. Yeah, it is. Shouts to Washington, bro. Yeah. The state. Yeah, the, the state. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, in action. So, he's born in 1870. At the time of his birth, his father was 75 years old. Whoa. And his mother was 43. Damn. 32 playing. years younger than his father. Her father. Than his father, yeah. He could have been his... He, she could have been... His child. They better made sure they weren't related. Well, I don't... You never know, man. I don't know. It sounds like their family was quite 
no stranger to mental illness, let's say. Okay. Um, his brother was confined to a state mental hospital. Mm. Uh, his uncle suffered from mania. His sister and other relatives were diagnosed with just, you know, borderline forms of mental illness. And uh, his mother actually had visual and auditory hallucinations. Ooh. Which he eventually develops as well. The auditory hallucinations. That very is. Hill House. That is actually, I was getting a very Hill Housey vibe in my mind there when, when I was saying it. Creepy. Okay. So at age five, his father dies of a heart attack in a train station. What? Yeah. That's wild. So he's sent to an orphanage by his mother. I believe she just didn't, she couldn't afford, like she just couldn't afford it at the yeah. time. Because, I mean, it's 1870. So I think a lot of the time women didn't work back then. So he died and that was their like supply of income. So she sent him to the orphanage. But she actually gets him back out once she gets like a, she gets a government job. Like gets mm-hmm. a solid paycheck and stuff and then gets him back out of the orphanage. Oh, that's good. Yeah, which is dope. But um, he is frequently abused at the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's there till the age of nine when his mother secured that government job. But during his time at the orphanage when he was being abused, he began to like being abused. Oh, no. Yeah. So he's getting out of the orphanage, like actually wanting to stay in the orphanage. Like at this point, he's starting to develop a lot of the, um, what do you call them? Symptoms. Um, Not symptoms, but... uh, um, of serial killers? Is that what you're uh, Fetishes. Fetishes. Oh, okay. This dude has fetishes out the fucking wazoo, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, God. I got a list of them later on. Oh, it's no. on another page, but <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, so he's getting out of the orphanage. And then at the age of 12, he starts a relationship with a boy that delivered telegraphs. And this guy introduced Albert to urolagnia and coprophagia which is drinking urine and eating feces. Ew, what? I thought you were in, I thought they were people. I thought they had fancy ass names. Ew. Wait, you you thought You introduced them. I was like, what a name on this guy. Oh Euro copy. Names. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my god, don't name your children that people. What if somebody's named that and they're listening to this podcast and they're like, no, oh my there's God. no way anybody would name their child Eurolagnia or Coprophagia. Copro is the first name, Fagia, middle name. Copro, what up, cop? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that, man. I'm so sorry for whoever's out there listening and just found out their name means drinking piss and eating poo. Yeah, let us know, because I'd <laughs> like to talk to you. I have uh, questions. <laughs> yeah. So after that, little old Albert, little pervy motherfucker that he is, starts spending a large amount of his weekends at public baths, where uh. he can watch other boys undress. Okay. So this eventually escalated to rape. And by 1890, Fish began life as a prostitute in New York City. Um, So he's like 20 years old. Yeah. On the streets in New York City. And eventually, his mom actually gets concerned after like eight years. 
and sets up a marriage for him to Anna Mary Hoffman. Wait, so does she does he prefer guys though? I am not I am well, yeah, definitely. Okay. I I don't know if he prefers them as much well, yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. Is her is she in denial or is, does she even know that he's? I'm guessing she doesn't even know. Wow, yeah, that makes sense though. Because this is 1898, and he's 28 at this point. Yeah. So he's off in New York City doing his doing his thing. Mhm. And mom's like, "Hey, meet this nice lady." I don't know where you work or what you do. Yeah, here's this dude. Here's my son. <laughs> here's Anna. this dude. <laughs> Anna Mary Hoffman. I wonder what she thought his job was at the time. Okay, I'm getting way into I believe into... he was painting houses. Oh, cool. At the time. I used to go places and my paint clothes and people would be like, are you painting houses? Can you paint my house? And I just want to say yes so bad, but I'm so bad at painting walls. <laughs> <laughs> I always I'm wanted like, to you don't want that use like the really powerful spray, spray painter guns. We'll use that one. Yeah, but that's not powerful. That was a that was a weak, weak paint gun. You couldn't control it. I was the only one what that had the power. What are you talking about? I was the only one that had the power. I got the power. I got the power. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't know. Jim Carrey walking on water. Pointing at things. A lot of pointing. Pointing. Point. 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 I Disco got the power. Okay, so... <laughs> But during one of his sexual encounters in New York City, a guy takes him to like a wax museum, a weird one apparently, because he sees a bisection, like a cut in half of a penis. Oh. And he immediately becomes obsessed with sexual mutilation due to the seeing of the bisection of the penis at at the wax museum. Oh, I don't like where this is going. So then he does a quick stint in prison, which is always cool. I believe grand larceny, theft of more than a certain amount of money or something like that. Wow, that's pretty cool. But he gets out in 1910. So now he's 40, I believe. And he's working in Wilmington, Delaware. And he meets 19-year-old Thomas Kedden, who may have been intellectually disabled based on some of his confessions. Side note, isn't it so weird that people just, like, start killing people, like, in their fucking 40s and shit? Yeah, I think it's, like, that whole escalation thing. Like, we could become, not saying we are, but we could become serial killers one day. I hope not, but, I mean, yeah, I feel like anybody can have, like, a psychological break at some point. Like, we could know somebody now that could become a serial killer, and we're like, oh, they were so normal. You know, there's somebody that I have in my head right now that I think is going to become a serial killer that we know. Read my brain. Oh, (laughs) I think I know. I think I know. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I got it. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. But yeah, that is crazy. I think about that quite often. Like, we're walking around with a bunch of serial killers. Mm Mm-hmm. So he meets Kedden, and he takes him to where he's staying, and they begin a sadomasochistic relationship 
which means given and giving and getting pain. Ugh, I just I can't deal with the pain stuff. Yeah, it's 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 odd, man. It's odd. I've seen a video of somebody that like is really into that shit, and they'd like take hooks to no, their back. No. And then in their no. big hooks, and then they'd swing around a room. Ah. It was so disturbing ah. and really scarred me, and I still can see it to this day. It's just like. That is true. Ugh. I was, I think I saw something on like Fear Factor, of this guy hanging from a helicopter, and with hooks in his back, and he's like being, like flown over the Hollywood sign or something like that. It's and just it's crazy, how do you man. get? How do you get a euphoria from that? I'm just. The br- uh, human brain is a odd specimen, you know. Yeah. But, okay, so they're not sure if it was forced at first, mm-hmm. but eventually it's not enough for Albert, just like the giving and getting pain. So he takes Ken to an abandoned farmhouse, tortures him for two weeks. Oh, my God. And he was planning on killing him and cutting him up and taking him home to eat. Ew. He instead cuts off... Half of his penis, bisection of the penis. While he's alive? While he's alive. (gasps) What? And instead of killing him, he throws hydrogen peroxide on his penis wound. What? Wraps it in a handkerchief and leaves him $10, kisses him, and leaves. Are you fucking kidding me? And he said, like, over the years of all of this, he never tried to figure out if he was okay or anything he never he didn't he didn't care to do we know if he's alive i couldn't find anything um actually now that i'm thinking about it i'm pretty sure i forgot to look so we i'll have that on instagram or something like that but yeah so this guy had six kids that's why married at 28 in 19 1898 she leaves him all six of them oh what where's she going uh, he, she left with another man, Ooh. Mr. Straub, that was staying with them at the time. Is that short for strawberry? I don't know. It could be, but it's spelled S-T-R-A-U-B-E. They must have spelled strawberry really weird back then. He was Maybe. living with them? Yeah, so he <laughs> was, like, working and shit, so he was living with them. Damn. So, yeah, that I mean, that's shitty, man. But Yeah. So he's... Uh, Raising these kids by himself, and that's when he really kind of starts to fall apart mentally, it seems. He starts having those auditory hallucinations I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. On one occasion, he even wrapped himself in a carpet, claiming that John the Apostle told him to do so. Oh, man. So, also around this time, he, about 1917... Um, he's 47 years old. He begins indulging in a lot of uh, intense self-harm. So he would hit himself with a nail-studded paddle. Oh. And he would even encourage his kids and, like, the neighborhood kids to, like, hit him with this nail-studded paddle. What? Yeah. That is still traumatizing to children. Yeah. Ugh. His kids were like... I'm pretty sure in one of the articles I read, it was a quote from his kid, like, later in life. Mm-hmm. 
about like wanting to talk to him or something like his dad wanted to like no that couldn't have been it because of something that happens later what he kills all his kids but his kid was just like yeah i don't want anything to fucking do with that dude that dude's crazy like he made me do he wanted me to do some weird shit man yeah so glad the kids kind of like it sounds like he's like he's coped at least decently well he's just like that dude's fucking nuts man (laughs) it's also like they could he could have just if they went along with it they could have become serial killers like he's like raising new killers oh yeah that's crazy yeah that's what i was thinking about that yeah okay but he also would shove pieces of wool that were doused in lighter fluid into his butt. What? And light him on fire. <laughs> like, what? Why would you do that? That's so it's weird. Just, it's that weird level of mutilation. I don't know, man. Taking those fire farts to a new level, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> crazy i didn't see that coming yeah that's why like a lot of this guy like i just didn't see a lot of it coming man yeah like this next point oh god that he inserts or he inserted needles into his abdomen and groin like he would insert them in there and upon the arrest they found 29 (gasps) needles in his penis no like well stuck in in his stomach? Area? In, like, his abdomen area and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure there's, like, an x-ray that we can post on Instagram or something of, like, the multiple uh, needles just, like... Oh, when you're, like, you sit down, you stand up, those things are just... Right. Wouldn't you be infected? Um, I mean, this guy's got Bleeding I mean, out? That's why, like, you gotta think about what this guy's walking around... Like, how many people how, are walking around with needles in them right now? Yeah, I mean, probably a couple. Really? Yeah. You think we've met any of them? Oh, I don't know about that. I hope not. I hope not, too. I'm very disturbed. Yeah. He also started indulging in meals of raw meat. Ew. That he would even also feed to his children. How is he not dead? Well, I mean, raw meat, if it's not diseased, I'm pretty sure you can actually eat raw, certain types of raw meat. Well, it's back in the 1800s. I mean, yeah, he probably, like, killed it and then ate it. So, this leads to a budding interest in cannibalism, obviously. And by 1924, age 54, he believes that God is commanding him to torture and sexually mutilate people and children and you know leave the babies alone yeah so multiple attacks attempted um after that the boys with sandwiches so he invited like these two boys into his house for sandwiches Mm -hmm. and they're like jumping on the bed and like it like jostled around and like a like a saw and like a like different like murder implements basically like fell out of something something happened to where they found his murder shit basically (laughs) oh so they like they like booked it yeah they just got out of there real quick they survived oh Um, thank god uh, another girl escaped i forget how but 
I think it might have just been like like a snatch and grab that went wrong, something mm-hmm. like that. But then he met a girl named Grace Budd in May of 1928. He originally went to the house of the Buds answering an ad that the older brother of Grace had put out for work. Like mm-hmm. he was like, hey, I want to go to work. I guess this is something they did back then. Like I'm a farm hand. I'll work on your farm. Let me come live with you and do work and pay me and shit like that. So he goes to the house and um, he obviously isn't actually going to give them work, but he like smooches them and all that. And he's starting to set up the employment plans and everything. But then he changes his mind when he meets the the little sister, Grace, Uh. Grace Bud. So he does some more schmoozing, more schmoozing. And which this is fucking stupid. He convinces the parents to let her go with him to a party of her of his little niece. I think I've heard of this story. Oh, what? This is the moment I see it. I don't remember it, but I remember that one part because it's like, why the fuck would you let your child go to this party with this man you've never met before until this moment right now? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So, well, he, they had met before. Basically, he came originally, talked about the employment, and then he came back again to talk about it again, and then was planning on coming back a third time, but then didn't come back and, like, sent telegrams and was very, like, cordial and, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, oh, I'm so sorry, madam, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm, but I must name. go to the countryside to check on the sheep. Oh, yeah. On the yes. cliffs. Wait, so he was trying to get a job there at their farm? No, 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 no. The the brother was trying to get a farm at a job yeah, at his farm. Yeah, so the farm. brother okay. had put the ad out saying, I yeah. want a job. And this guy's like, yo, I got a farm. He yeah. doesn't have, well, he had an abandoned farmhouse, so he might have a farm. But Yeah, know. but um, yeah, so... Yeah, technically they've met him before, but it wasn't like, oh, this is our old friend that we've known for a long time. Yeah, it's true. Not it's some true. creepy old guy that we've met twice that wants to take our daughter to a party. Our young daughter. Yeah. Red flags, people. Yeah, so they never see her again. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> so he used a fake name, obviously, when he yeah. went and met, so they couldn't, you know, do anything. And this is in 1928, which incidentally, I wanted to let people know, is the year of the invention of the automatic bread slicer. Whoa. So it's like... Times were changing. So it's like, um, when they say that's the best thing since sliced bread. Wow. That's the best thing since 1928 when Otto Van Frederick set up a patent for the automatic bread slicer. And now the whole world's changed. Now we got buttons. When are you going to get rid of the buttons? That's my question. Where's that invention? Get rid of those butts. Nobody likes that side of bread. Some people do. No. Some people do, babe. Well, they can have all my bread butts. Some people do, babe. No. That's so... It's the worst. It's dry. It's terrible. You don't go to the store and get a bunch of... Why? Okay. Okay. If people hey man, like them... Hey, man. I agree with hey you. Hey, man. No. I personally agree with you, but some but people might like them. 
Okay, then they need to take all the bread butts from all the loaves of bread, put it in its own package, and then they can have a package of bread butts. They probably do that somewhere in the world. Probably Japan. They are very innovative. Yeah. All right, so the police arrest someone named Edward Pope um, a, a little over two years after the crime because his estranged wife accused him. Oh, shit. That's fucked up. Really fucking shit. Yeah. So he spent 108 days in jail between his arrest and his trial, but he was found not guilty. Couldn't the parents look at him and be like, that's not the guy that came over to our house? I don't know. I'm assuming they, like, they may have, you know. Forgot what he looked like. Well, that and maybe they looked alike. After two years, they probably, maybe they looked alike after the memory, you know. The human brain is not very good, even though we think it is. That's why eyewitness statements are bullshit, and they should not be allowed yeah. in courtrooms. Mm-hmm. It's true. And they really, to this day, are not given a lot of weight as they usually were back then, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's good. Yeah, I hope, I hope. But anyway, so around this time, Fish was in between arrests. And he developed one of his favorite habits, which was sending obscene letters to women whose addresses that he acquired from the newspaper. Mm. What a wild time. Everybody's putting everything in the newspaper. Yeah, man. I mean, this is a crazy time because, like, you could do fucking anything back then. Like, there's no... Like, they're just getting lights and shit. That was back when there was, like, I'm looking... You write a section in the newspaper, I'm looking for a husband. I'm a, I'm a lonely woman who can cook f- food, and I'll eat your bread butts. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll take those bread butts. <laughs> but he's arrested again in 1931 for the for the letter writing. So he's arrested for writing letters? Yeah. The obscene letters. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, you can imagine how obscene they are if, you know, this guy's, you know, Albert Fish. He's a hell of a, hell of a mind. Yeah. Ugh. So he's sent for observation at a psychiatric hospital, but released after being deemed mentally fit. And then in 1934, so he is 54? I may have misspoke earlier when I said he was 50-something. He was 40-something. Wait, he was born in 1870s? Oh, wait, no, no, no. He's like 60-something. Yeah, he's 64, so I didn't misspoke. Yeah, misspeak. So in 1934, he's 64. Wow. Um, he gets the bright idea to send the mother of Grace Bud one of his obscene oh, letters. Dick. Which, this thing's pretty weird, man. Well, we'll have to put it up somewhere. There's a lot of different images of it. But it starts with him basically describing a friend of his named Captain John Davis that was stopped at a port in china and his boat is stolen so he's stranded in china and at the time china was going through like an awful famine Mm -hmm. he was explaining so every child below the age of like 12 was sold to the butcher to keep all of the others from starving so he explained how the rear ends of the children were the best choice cuts of meat. <gasps> Ew, and they no. fetched top dollar. 
he said that Captain John had acquired quite the taste for the for the young human flesh while figuring out how to, you know, make his way back to New York, which he eventually does. And upon making his way back, he kidnaps two young boys. And oh, wait, this is a true story? This is his letter. Oh, okay. So, the letter still hot. I mean, we could... Never mind. You, Keep going. Yeah. So at this point, he goes into pretty excruciating detail about how like he tortured him and beat him. And we'll, you can mm-hmm. see that in the letter. But basically, to tenderize the meat. Oh, um, that's was, fucked. You know, before finally consuming them. Fish said that he... Captain John, we're still in the letter... In the letter, he says that Captain John told him about his, you know, obsession with human flesh on multiple occasions. And it even gives, like, the address of the apartment that he lived at at the time, which I thought was weird, but, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And he says this is what makes his mind up to try the human Uh, flesh. Yeah. So, at this point, he switches over and goes into detail about his kidnapping her at the so uh, grace he, bud he admits to it yeah so he's oh. like i came to your house she sat on my lap you let her go oh. with me blah 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 oh, and all that weird fucking serial killer shit taunt the mother yeah right so he says that he took her to an empty house and he let her play outside while he went upstairs and got like completely undressed because he didn't want blood on his clothes or anything like that. Mm. He, like, told her to come up. And then when she got up, he, like, choked her to death. Over the next nine days, I believe he ate her entire body. Ugh. And that he had, like, cut up into small pieces. At the end of the letter, he made it very, very, like, clear that he didn't, like, sexually assault her in any way. Mm-hmm. Which, maybe, I don't know, if you're going to go into this much detail... Maybe you're being truthful in that sense, but maybe you're just trying to make yourself feel better because you did. Yeah, but also that doesn't make up for what you fucking did, bro. You still did so (laughs) much shit. Like, oh, I killed your daughter and ate her entire body, but I didn't sexual assault her. Like, excuse me? What? (laughs) Doesn't make it any better. Yeah, man. Jeez. So, um, the police start investigating again. They never, I believe the police, like, they never gave up. Like, they were always looking, you know, as they usually do. So, when they get the letter, they're, like, going crazy. They're like, oh, man, we got the letter. We got the letter. Mm -hmm. And they find a small emblem that's, like, imprinted on the letter. And it contains the letters NYPCBA. Which you will literally never guess it. It is... New York. Yeah. New York... Public. Private. (laughs) (laughs) New York Private Chauffeurs Benevolent Association. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to guess that second. Oh, man. I was sure let you go. You should have let me. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the members had left some of the parchment that he stole from like the society Mm -hmm. so at first like he didn't come forward when they were like asking questions because he like had stolen parchment or whatever yeah but then they were like bro if you if anybody knows anything 
like you're good you won't get in trouble for stealing paper or whatever yeah but he had left it in a room that he was renting and albert Mm. had checked into so the police went over to the hotel and he had already checked out but for some reason he was still getting like money orders sent to him from his son there and the like lady behind the counter was you know getting these checks for him so they just waited until the next one came in or they might have just at that point told her like hey call them in so they came they got him and he immediately confessed like i don't Mm -hmm. think there was any real thing at that point but he confessed to two other confirmed francis mcdonald in 1924 and Billy Gaffney in 1927. There is a little bit of information on that. I believe Billy Gaffney was the where the one was the one where he got the name the Boogeyman, and then the other one was the Gray Man. Um, but I want to know why. Well, the Boogeyman was be no no the Gray Man and the Boogeyman were the same one because the police were questioning everybody and they said that some guy had been like coming they like they had seen some old looking man that was just gray walking Uh, into town what um, talking to himself and like some of uh the guy's friends said like he saw or they saw him talking to an older gray man or something like that Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be something more. Yeah, I always think so, too, but... They get you with the fancy names. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed as well. So his trial only lasted 10 days. He claimed insanity due to the voice of God that was telling him to do everything. Roll Um, yourself up on a carpet. (laughs) Several psychiatrists testified to his numerous sexual fetishes. You ready for the list? Oh, God. I'm scared. All right. Sadism, giving pain. Masochism, getting pain. Flagellation, beating with an instrument. Exhibitionism, being nude in public. Voyeurism, watching slash spying on sexual acts. Peekerism, penetrating skin with sharp objects. Uh. Uh, Cannibal, eating, obviously. Uh, coprophagia, eating feces, urophilia, all things urine, pedophilia, young kids, and infibulation, which was clasping the foreskin. What? I don't... I, I like what, the chip clip? Something like that, but I think it also might have been piercing it. Like, oh. like a... Like a... Like a... A chip clip. Like a urine? <laughs> With a chip clip? <laughs> Appears yeah. with a chip clip. <laughs> That's the only thing I can I think know. of to clamp it with a paper clip. But yeah, so many, many specialists testified to his insanity. Even the jury said, like, everybody thought he was absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just crazy. But they just thought he should die. So they called him sane and they found him guilty he was brought to the uh chamber holding the electric chair and it was said that he actually helped the executioner put 
the electrodes. Oh, God. Like, on his body. He probably had the biggest orgasm when he died. <laughs> oh, oh shit. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Oh, man. He's just... Oh, oh God. God. Oh! I bet he had a major bone. Oh, I don't want to... I don't want to think about that. Do you uh, think he jizzed? I don't know, man. Well, that was the one thing he said... Remember how he said that he didn't sexually assault mm-hmm. the one girl i believe in his confession it said when he was when he killed her he like jizzed in his pants Ew. And i was like well that's weird that's man. so weird right i never understand how you can just like just like, jizz oh, without, right. without any like uh, uh, it's just weird <laughs> man it's just fucked up brain chemistry just, man yeah all right, so his last <laughs> words were reportedly like, I don't even know why I'm here. Uh, uh, so. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, Let's go through the list. <laughs> yeah. So afterward, in a meeting with the press, his lawyer said he was in possession of his final statements mm. that, he, that Mr. Fish had written in the hours leading up to his execution. And the lawyer said that he would never share the documents because it was, like, the most obscene thing he had really? ever read in his entire life. Oh, fuck. So, we don't, we don't know what they said, but dude did. That, that sucks to be his lawyer. Like, you know yeah. he's this, like, fucked up. Yeah, man. Damn, dude. So, that's Albert Fish, ladies and gentlemen. Piece yeah. of shit extraordinaire. I get it. Cause he ate shit. Oh, I didn't. I was just yeah, but yeah, many levels, man. It works on levels. All levels. We're leveling out today. Level. <laughs> what? Level up. All right, man. That that's it. That's okay. Yeah, that's Albert Fish. Don't want to eat that salmon. I don't know. I was gonna do a fish joke. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I, I thought you one. were about to be like, man, I didn't like your story. That was shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like, oh man, I'm no, getting ready for this backlash. <laughs> if I've heard that before, I didn't hear that much detail. So that's wow, chilling. I got really excited because I was gonna tell you that. Um, oh, because I had my glass up here, and now I sound different. Bass, do I come sound on. different? Yes, you do. No. You know sound different i was really excited because you're only talking about two murders the whole time i was like he's not a serial killer he's not a serial killer he's not a serial killer and i was gonna get so excited to be uh, like ah there needs to be a third uh, try try to trip me up i'm so excited to tell you the story excuse me you're way too close to the microphone excuse me you're way too far from the microphone <laughs> okay i've taught you well did you or did you nag me well? Um, I taught you, <laughs> which you took as nagging. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that is okay. Okay, Ricky. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Okay. 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 You sound like a bird. It. Yeah, I do. You sound like Cardi B, though. Thanks. I first learned it from Khloe Kardashian. Coco. All right. So my story. Oh, shit. This is a weird look you got on your face. Have you heard of Michael Malloy? Mike? No. Also known, known as Durable Mike. Durable Mike? <laughs> yeah. There's, oh, and Iron Mike. Okay. And Magic Mike. 
Okay, a little bit less what I was going to say. I was going to say sounds like a guy that chops down trees or something. Nope. Magic Mike, okay. He's known as the man who wouldn't die. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. Okay. Man, what? So. Okay, go ahead. Michael Malloy. So it's not murder. In a way. Just listen. Okay, okay. Uh, Michael Malloy. This is how what we know of him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is what this is what we know of him. <laughs> Let's go. Let's okay. Fucking rage. And we're in 1932. He's 60 years old, around 60. We're not sure. He's homeless. He might have been a firefighter. He's okay. Repeat that real quick. 60 years old. Okay. Homeless. Homeless. Might have been a firefighter. Might have been a firefighter. Yeah. Okay. Occasionally around this time, he swept alleyways and collected trash, and his preferred payment was alcohol. Okay, I feel that life. All right. Michael Malloy loved to go to Tony Marino's Speakeasy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, what yeah, year yeah. are we in? 1932. Okay. Yeah. He drank a lot there. <laughs> I can imagine. He wasn't allowed to have, like, a, an open tab. Because he never had enough money to pay his tab. Yeah, I also feel that life. Yep. And he said every time he goes to the speakeasy, he'd say, Another morning's morning if you don't mind. What? Yeah. Another morning's morning if you yeah, don't mind? Another morning's morning. Okay. Guess that's code for give me a shot. Oh, okay. Yep. So... That's Michael Malloy. Oh, he's from Ireland. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's Irish. Okay. That's another thing. Malloy. Can... We know about him. Yeah. Oh, you piece that together. Yeah. Malloy okay. sounds like Mally. O'Malley. Yeah. Shouts to O'Malley. Shouts to Bill Malley. Oh. No. And O'Malley. Yeah, O'Malley. They, they probably know each other, actually. They're both Ignatius guys. Maybe. Aw, I hope he hears this. I miss you. Okay, anyways. So, around this time, Tony was having a tough time. Tony's having a tough time. Yeah, man. his speakeasy isn't making as much money as he wants. There's a lot of competitors. He's really struggling. So, in July 1932, he, he's with his friends, Francis Pasqua and Daniel Kreisberg. Ooh, okay. And they're just talking about it, and he's like, man, I might have to close down. You know, my speaky. Shut thing. up shop. Yeah, shut up shop. And Pasqua is like, hey, man, you know, maybe maybe we can, there's something we can still do. Ah, good old Pasqua. 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 So, Pasqua, let's talk about him a little. Okay. So, he, a while back, befriended a homeless woman named Mabel sorry named mabel carson oh this was a year ago and he talked her into uh signing a two thousand dollar life insurance policy oh what a fucking idiot yeah and putting him as the sole beneficiary and then he force-fed her alcohol stripped her of clothing and doused her in sheets and a mattress like doused her in water mm -hmm. on a sheets and a mattress and she froze to death outside well uh, she was next to an open window so not okay outside. but it was recorded Wait. she was next to an open window outside or like inside 
inside. Okay. <laughs> the window is open to the outside. <laughs> okay. I was like, if she's outside next to the open window, she's still outside. <laughs> oh, when, when we build our house, I want to have windows inside. Like, kind of like that window, but like not like that oh, window because yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, to the yeah. stairs. I feel, I feel but, like it. windows. Oh, yeah. So we can get I'm some inside. good visual and airflow. Airflow. Yeah. And we can see if anybody's in the other room. Okay. Okay. That was a random thought, but I really want windows. I want old school windows. Anyways, off topic. So she was, the recorded death was bronchitis pneumonia. And so he was able to collect on that. Uh, yeah. So he's like, oh, bro, don't even worry about it. Like, we'll just have Malloy, you know, we'll get some life insurance policies on him. And he'll probably just like drink himself to death or something because he's mm. here every day. His liver's already shit. Like, he's going to die. So they all agree to it. Daniel Kreisberg agrees because he needs the money for his family. So this is where I got a little confused with things, but this is how it goes. Okay. Pasqua hires somebody that goes by Nicholas Mallory. And they go to all these meetings with insurance agents. And five months later, they secure three policies, two with Prudential Life Insurance Company and one with Metropolitan Life Insurance Company. Both of all of the policies offer double indemnity, which I highlighted because I think I was going to look it up. I forgot. I think it means you get more if it's an accidental, accidental death. I think you get more. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And so they got all these policies on Nicholas Mellory's life. Okay. So I think they try to make it sound close to Michael Malloy. Michael Malloy. Okay. Yeah. They, he then recruited a bartender at Marino's named Joseph Murphy to identify the body as Michael Malloy and claim it to be his next of kin and beneficiary. The team okay. would get $3,576, which in today's money, okay, I saw it, I think, different in different places. It was like 64000 in today's money, That's but I also said 54 But still, you're getting a good amount of money, I guess. 50 Gs, at least. Yeah. Probably shouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. I but don't it's recommend. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So there's about five of them in the, in the group. That really plan this out? No, I guess it's kind of six. Okay, but they're named the Murder Trust from newspapers and every articles and stuff. Like, that's what their name is. But I feel like we could think of a better name. The Murder Trust? Yeah. Because they plan murders? Well, I think it's like kind of like a trust fund type thing. Murder okay. Trust Fund. So they get their money from murder. Yeah. But I thought we could be more creative. Did you have something in mind? I was going to think of something and then I didn't. <laughs> Let me tell you the other people. Maybe it'll help. So the other people, there were two petty criminals, John McNally and Edward Tenier Smith. Okay. Ten, T-I-N, Ear Smith, whose ear was actually made out of wax. What? Yeah. His, His ear was made out of wax. His ear was made. That is so trippy. <laughs> yeah. I got a tough time wrapping my head around that one. Yeah. How? I was really struggling with it. Does it, was it secured by a strap? I don't know. Did you, do you have a screw that it just hooks onto? Do you take it off to wash it? Was there earwax coming out of the wax ear? Do you have a hole drilled into it so you can still hear out of it? Or is it, 
you just like they just close your actual ear hole did they put wax over the ear so it wouldn't what kind of what break? color wax if you were next to a candle would your wax I ear melt? melt on a warm day yeah a lot of questions lot of questions i'm there with you and then there was also tough tony tough tony bestone tough tony tough tony tough titty tony we got some titties on tony that are i guess pretty tough you could squeeze some lemons with those tough titties where did you some lemonade. What is going on right You're now? You're the one inviting his titties. Okay. And then his slavish sidekick. Slavish or Slavic? Slavish. Slavish? That's <laughs> not a word. Slavish? Yes, it's a word. Here, let me look at the synonyms. 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 Unquestioning, unoriginal, and mindless. Can you tell I copy and pasted that word into my story? His name was M- Joseph Magloin. So they're the murder trust. I think we can think of a better name. I mean, we have some real characters with the tin ear and the tough Tony. Dude, the I'm tease. having a rough time. I'm, I'm having coming up blank. Yeah, I am too. Maybe as we go. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll post it. Okay. So in T-shirts. December 1932, they gather together at the speakeasy i might call it a pub i don't know if there's a difference so they came up with this plan and the plan is that when malloy shows up to the bar he's gonna tell him marino's gonna tell malloy like yo all these competing bars are making me have to be more lenient on the rules around here um so i'm having an open bar and you can drink as much as you want and i won't charge you Okay, shoving him full of yeah, full so, of that alky. Yeah, so they're hoping he'll get like alcohol poisoning and die or something. Yeah. So he downs all these drinks to the point where Marino's arm is too tired from holding the shot, like holding the the bottle and pouring drink after drink oh, after gotcha. drink after drink. But he seems fine. He's his breathing was nor- normal. His cheeks were rosy. He wipes his mouth on his sleeve and thanks Marino for the hospitality and says he'll be back soon. Twenty four hours later, he's back for more. Mm, nice. Three days go by. Same ritual. Only stopping for a snack, like a complimentary sardine sandwich. No, we're classy. That's gross. Right? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I think we're in New York also. Okay. Side note. There's a lot of similarities to like your story. Yeah, I was going to say, it's New pretty same, same time period. Yeah, just you wait. More of it's going to be like, what? That's similar. Okay. The murder trust is like, what the fuck's happening? We need to meet again. He keeps coming back for more. We're, he's not dying. They thought by this point he would have choked on his own vomit or got food poisoning, but that didn't happen. He'd show up for by day four saying, boy, ain't I got a thirst. <laughs> Even better. Boy, boy, ain't I got a thirst. Boy, ain't I got a thirst today. Boy, ain't I got a thirst today. Boy, you come down with that ball. You know, tough Tony's not having it. He's like, he, we need to shoot this guy in the head. Let's get this over oh, okay, with. Okay, tough Tony. Like, tough Tony, you need to chill. 
Chill the fuck out, tough Tony. Murphy's like, whoa, 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 slow down. Let's calm your tits. Tough Tony. It's a lot of tit talk, man. You started the tit talk. I did. And he said, what if we replace his gin and whiskey with wood alcohol? Do you know Ooh. what wood alcohol is? I do. You don't make, you can make alcohol just about anything except wood. Well, it's wood alcohol, so it's made out of wood. Well, I mean, you can, like, ingest just about any alcohol. Yeah. Well, let me tell you a little bit about wood alcohol. Yeah, let me hear it. Yeah, you ready for this? Yeah. I'm really building it up. It's not that crazy. But um, the effects of drinking wood alcohol. Drinking something with just 4% of it can cause blindness and... By 1929, over 50,000 people across the nation died from the effects. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's pretty much like impure alcohol. So instead of giving him shots of just diluted wood alcohol, they gave him like straight up wood fucking alcohol. Oh, shit. And it's like shot after shot after shot after shot. Shot, 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 yeah. shot, shot, shot. So the plan was Murphy bought a tin of the poison from a local paint shop and they put it in a, a paper bag. And started giving Malloy a few shots of, like, the cheap whiskey so he could feel good. And then they were going to switch it up and do the wood alcohol. Yeah. They watched after he did shot after shot of wood alcohol and didn't seem to have any effect on him. Mm. When just having 4% would cause you to go blind. (laughs) Not fucking crazy. Champ. This new ritual continued for several nights till finally he crumpled to the floor without warning. Okay. So yeah. he's dead. Yeah. They sat in silence until Pasqua knelt down to check his pulse. His breathing was slow and labored, so they waited and waited and watched his chest as it sluggishly rose and fell with each dre- breath. And finally, there was one long, jagged breath. And he uh, started snoring. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not dead yet. (laughs) No way he's dead yet. He started snoring. He slept for a few hours, woke up, rubbed his eyes and said, Give me some of the old regular, regular, my lad. Give me me some of the old regular. Some of the old regular. My lad. Some of that molasses. Molasses on Tuesdays. No. Okay. I don't want molasses on Tuesdays. Thursdays. Fine. So, Marina was clearly losing money by this point with the wood alcohol, the open bar tab, um, monthly insurance premiums. They tried... So, this is on Wikipedia. I didn't see it on other sites that I was looking at. But it said they even tried to replace the wood alcohol with antifreeze, turpentine, and horse liniment. Horse liniment? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what turpentine is either. Turpentine, I'm pretty sure, is like a heavy-duty cleaner or stainer, Um, maybe. I don't know. Horse liniment and rat poison. Didn't kill him? Nope. Still going strong. Okay, okay, okay. So they meet up again. You know, Tough Tony's not having it. Tough Tony. Just don't want to shoot him in the head? Yeah. yeah. Let's shoot him in the head. I'm Tough Tony, okay? And Pasqua says, hey, man, let's calm the fuck down. 
And he remembers Malloy has a taste for seafood. It must be, they say it's like an Irish thing. Oh, okay. I don't know. Do you have a taste for seafood? I like seafood. I've always wanted to be Irish. <laughs> You're not Irish? I don't know. I need to take a test. You might not be Irish. I don't know. I want to do one of those 23 and Me or something. Oh, yeah. Um, so they gave him oysters with the denatured alcohol, um, let it soak for a few days, and they thought, oh, this is going to kill him. We're going to get our monies. Okay? That's what they thought. Yeah. Moloya ate every oyster and washed them down with a good old glass of wood alcohol. And at the end, so gross. I know. Wouldn't you notice the smell and the taste? I don't know, man. I just keep thinking, like they said that he got it at a paint shop, so I always think of the, the finish that they put on wood. Yeah. Like that shit smells strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but at the end, he licked his fingers, belched in satisfaction, and left. Now it's Murphy's turn again. I think Murphy tried the first time to kill him. Okay. And at this point, it was about principle. It's like, we're trying to kill you, and you're not dying. Like, you need to die now. Okay. Yeah. So he takes a tin of sardines, lets them rot for a couple days, mixes up some nails and tacks and stuff into it, spreads it in between two pieces of bread, and gave it to Malloy as a sandwich. He was super stoked, thought, gosh, guys, you guys are really taking care of old, old Malloy. Yeah. Eats the eats the sandwich and asks for another. That's so gross. No effect. Ew. Doesn't die. This m- murder trust crew are just flabbergasted. Flabbergasted, huh? Yeah. Absolutely flabbergasted. Yeah, I would be pretty flabbergasted as well. I would too, yeah. Like... I would have been dead from the first round of all you can drink. Yeah. Definitely by the wood alcohol. Yeah, that probably would would have taken me out. Yeah. So they think back to uh, Mabel Carlson. This is how it all started. Mabel Carlson. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they thought if they do the exact same thing to Malloy, done. Dead. Zilch. You're donezo. You're you're out of there. So they get Malloy all good and drunk. He passes out from the wood alcohol that he loves so much. Pasqua and Marino drag him into Pasqua's car. They drive him to Crotana Park. I don't know where that is, hmm. but somewhere. Not familiar. Lifted his unconscious body and placed him into a pile of snow. They undressed him, poured bottles of water on him, specifically his head and his chest, and waited he didn't move a muscle the entire time, so they left. Mm. So, there goes Malloy. So he's not dead, though. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know he's not dead. We killed him. No. He froze. No, he didn't. Yeah, the next day, Marina goes to the speakeasy so they can talk about things. And he's there. He's ready for <laughs> the drinks. He's ready for the drinks. <laughs> he finds Malloy half frozen in the basement. Miraculously, he stumbled back, and Murphy found him and let him in. And when he woke up, he complained of a wee chill. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine, man. What? I'd imagine more than a wee chill. Well, that's what I'm saying. I can imagine, man. Yeah. Maybe his wee was chill. 
clever. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it was almost February. There was another payment coming and they're over it. Shit. They're like, fuck this man. Yeah. So the, the gang decides they're gonna, um, hit him with a car. Everybody. Sounds like a good idea. Everybody likes this idea except Tenier Smith. He's just. I think it's because nobody ever listens to him. <laughs> I don't get it. Why has, are you? Because he has a ten, he has ten ear. Tendonitis. No, his ear is wax, so he can't. Oh. He, no, oh. Nobody listens. Okay. Maybe he didn't hear the plan. All right. So they decide to John Magaloin. You know that slavish fella. Yeah. Decides to recruit his cab driving friend Harry Green. Okay. To uh, do the job for the small price of $150. So maybe a couple thousand today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess okay. that makes sense. Um, they dragged Malloy back into the cab, drove him a few blocks, laid him in the middle of the road. Green starts revving the engine. And goes for it, but the Magaloin's like, whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. He saw a light. What? Yeah. He saw a light? What? Yeah. It was a lady who um, turned a light on in her window in her apartment. Okay. So, but she didn't see them, I guess. So, so he's like, okay, sorry, that was my bad. So they do it again. He guns it 45 miles per hour. Misses Malloy jumps out of the way like a badass. What? They try it twice, and he jumps out of the way both times. Third time's a charm, 50 miles per hour, hits Malloy. They hear one loud thud as he hits the top of the car, and one soft one as the body hits the pavement. For safe measure, they back up and run over his body. And then drive away, because there's a car coming. They're like, oop, gotta get out of here. Okay, finally, there's a fucking car coming. So the next day, Joseph, who's playing Nicholas Mel- Mellory's brother. Oh my God. Whoa. Whoa. First time, man. First time. I thought it would be me. Fucking CVS, man. Okay, can we kill this guy already, man? They did. They ran him over. So, oh, he's dead. Oh, he's yeah. not. No, he's not dead, though. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes. Okay, now he's finally fucking dead. Yeah, so Joseph Murphy starts calling. He's saying that he's Nicholas Mellory's brother. He calls the morgues, calls the hospitals. He says he's looking for his missing brother, but no one knows what he's talking about. So, like, five days go by. Still no word. Like, you can't collect money if there's no body. And it's like, what? So, um... We're talking about there's no body. Like, I think it's Because like, he's alive. You're going to tell me he's fucking alive. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? So... Where no. the fuck is he? Is he back at the bar? No. So Pasquale's getting pissed. He starts looking for a new person for them to kill. He's over Malloy. Over this shit. Can't... John Doe might be... Okay, anyways. Um, what? What? All of a sudden... <laughs> 
The door swings open, and here comes old, old Malloy. <laughs> I sure dying for a drink. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I'm sure dying for a drink. Yeah. Oh, Malloy. Oh, Malloy. You rascal. You rascal. You rascally guy. So this motherfucker just won't die. Yeah. Everyone's shook. Everyone. I'm getting pissed, man. Yeah. Everybody's pissed. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so he's banged up um, in really bad shape. They play clueless and ask him where he's been. He said all he can remember is the taste of whiskey, the cold slap of the night air, and a glare of rushing lights. Next thing he knew, he, was, he woke up in the warm bed at Forham, Fordham Hospital, itching to get back to the pub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. February 21st, 1993. 1993? Thought we were in the 30s, um, no, bro. No, 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 no. What are you talking about? We're in the 90s. Shit. I think it's 1933, sorry. Okay. Because it was seven months later. That makes a little more sense. Real close to my birthday, but a lot of years away. Um, now I'm lost in my spot. Seven months after the murder trust first took form, Michael Malloy is found um, in a tenement near 168th Street, less than a mile from Marino's Pub. He has a rubber tube in his mouth that has been secured tightly with a towel, and it's uh, it is connected to like a gas light fixture thing. He's fucking dead. Okay. They killed him. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, he really is. Dr. Frank Manzella, a friend of Pasqua's, writes a phony death certificate stating the cause of death to be labar, oh, sorry, lobar pneumonia. And they bury his ass real fast. So they just got fucking sick of it and tied a fucking tube in his mouth and connected it to like a gas line. Hmm. Killed him that way. So sad. He thought yeah. they were his friends. I don't think this guy really knew what was going on, yeah. man. <laughs> he thought he was spoiled yeah. a little. He's <laughs> only out there. Yeah. Oh, Malloy, you dog. He's oh, so funny. I just can't oh, get over this, this story. We're naming our child Malloy. So Pasqua went to the insurance agencies to collect... They collected 800 from the Metropolitan Life Insurance um, Policy, and Murphy and Marina spent their shares on a new suit. Fun fact. Mm. Then he went to the Prudential office to collect on the other two, and they said, oh, um, so can we see the body? By that point, he was already buried, so they're like, well, we're not going to give you money because we can't see the body. Mm. And police start hearing of, you know, old, old Iron Mike, old Durable Mike. Oh, yeah. You know, who wouldn't die. And so they go to uh, question them, and everybody just starts talking. They're so excited to finally tell their story. They're like, you won't believe this shit, bro. Hmm. We've been trying to kill him for seven months straight, and he still lived through it all. So Tony... Marino, Frank Pasqua, Daniel Kreisberg, and Joseph Murphy were all tried and convicted of first-degree murder. 
the members of the murder trust were sent to Sing Sing to be electrocuted via via the electric <laughs> chair. I was going to say he did time at Sing Sing. Yeah, is that my crazy? Guy. That's my story. That's pretty cool, man. That's a wrap. That's podcast. Thanks for coming, and we'll see you tomorrow, uh, next week. Do, 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 do. We'll see you in Minneapolis, everyone. All right, guys. If you have any interesting, crazy shit to add, anything, email us at thescaredycatspodcast at gmail.com or find us on all the socials. All the socials. For Instagram, it's the Scaredy Cats Podcast. Twitter, Scaredy Cats Cast. Facebook, the Scaredy Cats. TikTok, the Scaredy Cats Podcast, separated by periods. Boom. Check it out now.